Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher. With world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher, and healer, Christopher Reburn. Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him, view tour schedule, his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Hello, friends. This is Christopher. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher. You know, this is our first show of the year. We're starting a little bit later uh, in the month of January than we normally do. But I want to say a big thank you to everyone out there who has been so supportive. This is our first show of the year. Many of you know that we started the year off minus uh, one of our dearest family members, my grandmother. So thank you, all of you out there uh, who've sent such beautiful memories and stories. And, wow, um, it's certainly been very, very helpful for me. And I appreciate all of you. I know so many of you have got some really wonderful memories of my grandmother, and I've just been enjoying hearing so many of them um, since she passed away. So thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. And, you know, when I was putting this show together, I thought this is the, really the best – this is kind of the best way to start the year off because last year for a lot of people was, was very, very str- – lots of struggles. And starting a new year – you know, is is not always easy for a lot of people, especially when, you know, there's anxiety and stuff like that where people have to, you know, I mean, a lot of people have things that they have to, to deal with and anxiety and depression, starting a new year, new goals, another full year of life for some people. It can be a lot to take in, a lot to take in. So um, you're not alone. I think that uh, there's a couple of real go-getters out there that just can't wait to start a new year. But there's a lot of us that start a new year with a little bit of anxiety. You know, some of us would have liked to have a few more months of peace and quiet of 2018 before we just bounced into or before we were thrown, impaled into 2019, right? So before we start the show today, I want to send a big shout-out to some of my favorite people in California. Got some really wonderful wizards out there, my friends Anthony, Andrew, Ethan, Shauna, Marcus, um, lots of wonderful people. Thank you for the love in California. Can't wait to see you all soon. And to my friend Anne in London in the hospital having surgery, um, we're just a bit concerned with her. So if we could all send Anne in London some beautiful energy, um, I'd appreciate that. She's a dear personal friend of mine, and, and she's in a little bit of uh, health trouble right now. So we're loving her more than ever and sending her lots of love and good energy for a full, complete recovery. All right, please, friends, it's important to me that you send her prayers. I love her dearly, and we're just a little concerned at the moment with her. All right, so let's just bounce right into our show today, Beating the New Year's Blues. And I know a lot of you are listening today in record numbers because a lot of you are going through this. A lot of us are going through this together. So I wanted to talk about today some ways on how we can kind of beat the New Year's Blues. And I don't know that anybody um, is not feeling them right now. Some people will fight them and say, no, I'm, I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling wonderful. 
but get real. It's, this world is crazy right now. There's This world is going out of control more and more each day. I think we're all in a little bit of crisis. So it's okay to admit that you need help. It's okay to admit that you're struggling. I think for some people that's the hardest, the most rewarding step. So we're going to focus on some ways today how you can kind of release some of those feelings, some of those difficult feelings of anxiety as we start a new year. Focusing on your strengths. Focusing on your strengths. Rather than starting off the new year focusing on all your weaknesses and how to fix them, which is usually what we do right at the beginning of the year for our New Year's resolutions, and don't do that. Focus on your strengths and how you can use them to live a more fulfilling life. And that's what you have to do is focus on those strengths because you focus on your weaknesses all the time. You're never going to accomplish much. And if you spend too much time focusing on your weaknesses, that can be a big uh, anxiety that that can be a big deal right there so take your time focus on your strengths focus on what you're good at and what you're here for what you're here to do you know since my grandmother passed away i've pretty much thrown myself into work you know work has been my complete therapy work has been my healing um helping others we all love to do that anybody that doesn't like helping others why are you here why are you stealing the oxygen away from those of us that deserve it more you know, everybody is here to help others. If you don't feel that you're here to help others, then I'm not sure why you're even listening to this show right now. Um, we're all here to, to play a part in the spiritual revolution. We're all here to help each other. Um, there's nobody number one. There's some people that have really big, tiny egos that think they're number one, but they're really last in line. How sad for them. So don't be number one. Don't put yourself on such a scale where you can be judged and criticized every time you make a mistake. So focus on yourself, your strengths, focusing on helping others. And consistency beats willpower. If you have just a little willpower or a very, just, just a small amount of willpower, then that's a big excuse to get this out of the way and to focus on what you want to do this year. Um, you might need to nudge yourself toward what you want to achieve, but there's some small daily changes along the way that can help tremendously. Rather than New Year's resolutions, we need New Year's resilience. That's the muscle we have to work on. So don't forget that. Um, one of the things that people um, think about when they go to work and stuff, sometimes people eat work, eat their lunch at their desk, you know, those that have to go into the office and work. Um, some people eat, eat, just eat their lunch at their desk. Leave your desk at lunchtime. Go outside. There must be a park bench. Well, not in this not in this Arctic degree weather we're having right now. But you know, uh, don't eat lunch at your desk. Certainly, if you have time to go outside or just go for a quick stroll outside in nature. Nature is one of the biggest healers and cleansers that we have, and it doesn't cost a dime. So, so do that. Staying too focused on the now can be very damaging. So look ahead. After a month of preparation. Sometimes the first week of January can feel anticlimactic by comparison. So having something to look forward to can help lift you out of the slump. And any, any, any anticipation of perhaps planning a trip or a vacation uh, for those of, those of you that didn't get a chance to go home for the holidays or have any kind of enjoyable holiday season, look ahead. Look ahead towards future plans and make them. Make, start making some future plans now. Start planning that summer vacation or that family reunion for August. Start focusing on those things now. Be grateful. 
this is something that people seem to forget about. Um, as soon as they get what they want, they, they just forget everything. Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for what you don't have. Because most of the things you don't have is a blessing from God in disguise that you don't have it to begin with. Sometimes there are a lot of clouds in the sky. We have to look through those clouds to be able to see ourselves. Let the joy in. Let some of that sunshine in. I think sometimes we can be our own worst critic. Um, and that's really not doing anything to help us. You know, there's enough people to judge us. We don't need to be a judge of ourselves. We have enough people around us to do that. Thank you very much. Um, let the joy in. Let the sunshine in. And I know some of you, I don't know anybody in this world that at one point or not has not had an issue with their weight, either weighing too little, weighing too much, or not being happy with their body. There's no miracle cure for this. There's no miracle surgery. There's no miracle pill. You've got to exercise, and, and nobody likes to. I don't like doing it either, but sometimes we just got to get off our fat ass and do it. It's not fun. It's not fun. Um, those people that love exercising, I think there might be potentially something wrong with them, or maybe a chromosome might be missing, potentially. Um, but we do need to exercise. We do need to get our, our juices flowing and get everything going. When you exercise, um, you really do feel better. It gets everything going and flowing, and it's perfect. So exercise when you can. It doesn't have to be for two hours a day. Um, do what you can. You know, as we begin a new year, I always tell people to focus on what feels good for you. Focus on a hobby. Focus on what you're here for. Because we each have a gift. We each have a passion. And sometimes they're two totally different things that just sometimes aren't even connected with each other. And that's okay. That's okay because that, that gives us the will to do many different things and not be, not be cemented under a label, which is why I hate psychic, the word psychic and medium. I hate all those words. I hate it when people call me those things. I think it's, a, it's more an offensive word than anything else. I despise those words. I hate them. Light worker is my favorite word. So set boundaries. If there's something that you don't like, set boundaries and tell people what you prefer to be called or what you would like to be called. It's just setting boundaries. Some people, sometimes people just don't know until you do that. I did a show with Sherry Dimitrevich some time ago, years ago. We talked about uh, practicing self-compassion and, you know, self-love and stuff like this. And then somebody, somebody sent me an email. They said, well, that was a pretty egotistical show, Christopher, to talk about loving yourself. Don't you think that was a little bit of an ego trip? And I'm afraid they were absolutely correct. Yes, it was. And it felt damn well, I have to say. We have to practice self-compassion. There's nothing to do with your ego about it. If you can't love yourself, how can you love anybody else? How can you be authentic around somebody else who's loving you if you can't love yourself and love them in return? So these are all things to focus about. Practice self-compassion. Practice self-love. Practice your self-worth. And reframe the situation. If there's something that you don't like that's going on in your life, then use your power. Stand up and say, this shit stops now. Because sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to take all your power and bundle it up. And you don't know how it's going to go when you use your power. You might, There might not be a hand to hold on the other end. Or you might jump off into a pool with no water below. But until you hold, until you take your power into your own hands and show people that certain things are not acceptable, then people are just going to use you and walk all over you. And you have to figure that out, and you have to wonder, is it worth that? Haven't you come far enough in life that don't you deserve more than that? Aren't you worth more than that? So those are some things that are very, very important questions to ask. 
everybody has triggers. We all have triggers. Some people know how to press those buttons. You have to not let people press your buttons. Once you, once you give them a reaction, then it's over. Once they know that they've messed with you, once they know that they've won or they've got to you, then that's, that's, it's it. You've given your control away. You've got to get your control back from those people when you do that. Um, if you're scared of losing somebody by telling them the truth, then you've already lost them. Connect with others. Find There's so many wonderful groups on Facebook and so many meetup groups in the real world off of Facebook. I hope people spend a lot more time off of Facebook this year and into the real world making memories with their family and friends that doesn't uh, that, that, that doesn't connect with Facebook. I think that they should really I, – I, I have a lot of different feelings about social media, and very few of them are positive, so we'll just move on. Connect with others in the real world. Build your social network in the real world. Don't worry about building your Facebook or Twitter following because at the end of the day, that's a colossal nothing. Focus on building your circle in the real world, real people, real followers, real supporters. This is Christopher Reburn, and you're listening to Conversations with Christopher. Today we're talking about a plethora of ways that you can start your new year off in a little bit of a better direction. If you're struggling, if you've been crying a lot lately, if you've been having a lot of anxiety, if you've been trying to figure out why and you don't know why, you're not alone. These are some of the feelings that we all, a lot of us do feel at the beginning of the year when we start a new year. It's not fun. Those feelings are certainly not fun. But as I said before, sometimes we just have to plan a few things. And some people say, well, I can't afford to plan a trip this close after Christmas. That's understandable. So plan a trip for June or August and start now and just start looking at hotels, looking at prices, looking at different things that you can do. Just planning something like that is very exciting and encouraging and inspirational and motivating. So focus on that and try to do that. And don't waste too much time having New Year's resolutions because it's it's just it's better when you just focus on what you need to accomplish and not set unrealistic goals because some New Year's, New Year's resolutions just they need more than a year. They they can't be done in a year. Sometimes certain New Year's resolutions would take. 10 years for one person, yet they set only six months to accomplish that goal. And when it doesn't come to fruition, they just give up. Don't give up. Just keep going one foot in front of the other and just keep moving. You know, like I said earlier, we all have a passion. We all have, we all have a gift. And sometimes it's not even, both things are not even connected. So focus on hobbies, focus on things that you want to do and make some, make some really good resolutions. Like, this is going to be the year I finish my books that I'm writing, or I'm finally going to learn how to sew uh, or something like that. Pick up a paintbrush, cook, cook a new meal, a different cuisine from a different type of a cuisine. Uh, who cares? Just do something. It will help you get through January. And if it sticks, great. You'll have picked up an awesome new hobby. So think about that. You know, it's really cold outside, and according to news, weathers, uh, news reports, Chicago is going to be colder than Antarctica um, this week, so that's kind of crazy. Those of you that are um, in that area, please be careful. Please be, um, please be forewarned with the, the news and the weather stations because a lot of people are, are not used to those uh, Arctic temperatures, and even being out in the cold can, ca- can cause some level of frostbite. So just be careful, those of you that are in very cold and chilly climates, because Frostbite just is not an attractive look on anybody, honey. So don't even just don't get frostbite, whatever you do. 
as we begin a new year, a lot of people look at their careers and think, well, this sucks. I don't like my job. What what else can I do? I'm, I just don't know what else to do. Well, think beyond the small tasks you have to complete tomorrow. Focus on a different career strategy. What's your favorite thing about your job? What's your favorite thing about what you do in a given day? What are you really good at? What made you feel most accomplished last year? You know, those are all important questions to ask you and to help you form a pretty good idea, a pretty good plan to this year and what you need to do this year. And now don't gag at what I'm about to say, but those of you who have a business, a small business, you have to market yourself. Don't, don't roll your eyes at that. Any good strategy needs a solid marketing plan. So once you've completed that, think about all the ways those tasks that you love doing and pair them with what you're great at. And you just have to do that. One easy way to get started is to head um, to go to LinkedIn. Everybody, knows, a lot of people have a LinkedIn account. And I've written about how important it is to keep your LinkedIn profile up to date over the years. And a great January exercise is just take a look at your profile with a specific focus on the headline and summary sections. Rewrite or update those sections with some new language that speaks not only to you, uh, but where you are now and what you actually love doing. You know, and get social. Talk about what you do on social media. Don't be afraid to tell the world who you are and what you can do. Because if you don't, then who is going to do it for you? Nobody. So stop with a coulda, shoulda, wouldas. What do you want to do more of this year? Focus on that now. It's cold outside, so stay in and set aside an hour per weekend to put in some productivity time. If you're focusing on a book, you want to write a few more pages in your book, or maybe hone your photography skills or secure more speaking gigs. Take a photography class. Learn a new skill via YouTube. There's so many different instructional videos on YouTube to set aside time to, to look at. So, you know, there's so many different things that you can do to, to beat the blues in January and February. Um, one of the most important things is to get out of the house. Um, a lot of people stay in the house and they don't leave the house in the winter. And that can be a real easy way of getting tremendous uh, depression burdens and anxiety dilemmas by just staying in the house. <clears throat> Pardon me. If you're going through different um, changes as we start this year, if you're feeling a little bit backwards or if you feel like you're struggling to find your way, just please understand that this is normal. There are many biological reasons why people feel low and lack of energy during the darker months, during the beginning of the year. <clears throat> you just have to understand that that's a natural response and it's, that, that it's helpful. And don't worry about that. You know, this time of year in different places of the world, when it gets dark early, you know, some people have seasonal depression and seasonal anxiety and try to get as much daylight as possible Lack of daylight is partly why people suffer different blue, winter blues and January blues. So take every chance to be outside during the day. Um, if you have specific things that, you're, that make you feel anxious or sad, just get a piece of paper and a pen and make a list and add possible solutions. And if the solution is to ask someone for help, then you'd better do it. Write things down. Writing things down really will help you get on the right page. Every year is different, so you have to make this one different rather than waiting for it to happen to you. I think people waste too much time waiting for things to happen when 
we got to sometimes make it happen, don't we? Sometimes nothing's going to come to our front door on a silver platter. we got to go out there and make it happen. And when you try hard and you get something, it feels much better when you've worked for it, opposed to just getting something for nothing. It doesn't feel the same. You have to pay the price of admission to get something that's worth it. Um, you know, we've talked about exercise and eating properly because that really is a big, big deal. You know, a lot of us during the holidays just kind of went all sugar crazy. Me too, me too. So it's just kind of getting back to basics now and focusing on healthy foods, nuts, fruits, vegetables, fish, grains. You know, learn learn how to properly cook if you don't know how to cook. Learning how to cook, learning how to dance, learning how to sing, those are all really great advices to, to focus on as we begin this new year, focusing on some of the things that you can let energy out and singing and releasing energy that way is, is it's really profound. Those of you that have done it, you know what I'm talking about. Now, if your mood is really severe and it lasts more than a couple of weeks, then you need to go probably go see somebody or talk to somebody in case you need treatment. Although other, other, my other advice will help, it won't be enough if you have clinical depression. So sometimes you really do have to just say, I love myself. I need to go to my doctor. I need to get this sorted out so I can be myself again and don't feel bad for doing that. Sometimes we feel so bad when we need, when, our, when we have to have help ourselves. Sometimes we feel like we don't deserve to have that help, but we do. So just make sure that you get that help if you need to. Um, lots of your friends and peers will be going through some of the same or similar feelings, but you may not realize it. Some people can, some people can be tremendous award-winning actors and actresses that can carry a front, and they could be breaking down on the around the edges. But you wouldn't tell. You couldn't tell. Some people can really put up a very believable front. So it's all about help, trying to help each other, and and getting to the bottom of this. Because I think this year is 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 what we're going to have to do more of, is, is trying to be nicer to each other and trying to be there for each other. Um, and not being so judgmental because there was so much of that last year and so many bad things with politics. And there's still a lot of bad things with politics going on and people have taken sides and stuff. So it's really unfortunate. You have to just kind of grow beyond that and pick your battles carefully. Sometimes people just want to rip everybody's head off the first time they post something on Facebook and they don't agree with them. You don't have to, you don't have to bully somebody just because you don't like them or agree with them. It makes you look foolish. Don't do that. Look at your health. If you if you ask, uh, if you feel that your health is not well, um, then like I said, you've got to figure that out and make some healthy changes that can kickstart a year of good habits. And sometimes after, you know, through the holidays, sometimes we eat a lot of different foods that we normally wouldn't. And sometimes it takes a while for all that sugar, all that poison, all that bad stuff to work its way out of our bodies. So start focusing on what you're going to do this summer focusing on maybe going to visit somebody, focusing on that high school reunion. Uh, some of you are getting up there. I just heard from one of you celebrating the 50th, 50th high school reunion. And the shock to me that most of the class people were still alive. That was a shocker there. Um, so focus on different things that you're going to do this summer. And I know somebody the other day that she's already planning her Christmas for this year. Well, that might be a little intense. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of a little bit far away from Christmas to be planning. But if it helps you, if it helps you, then do it. What works for you may not work for anybody else in the whole world. And what works 
what doesn't work for you could help for could help us all. You know, everybody's different. You have to go with what works for you, and um, and that's what you have to do. You know, we're almost already through this the month of January. You know, we're almost all, already done in a couple more days. So um, on a on one day when it's not too windy or icy or otherwise disgusting to go outside, spend the day compiling all of your photos from the past year. And make them into a photo book on, um, well, I'm not going to say the name. There's a lot of different places. You can have them done online. And you'll remember all the fun you had uh, and look forward to all the good stuff that, that this year has in store. So, and those, like I said, we've already talked about the seasonal affective disorder or seasonal depression, which is a very, very difficult thing for those that struggle with that. But the lack of sunlight can also cause a vitamin D deficiency which has been leaked with significant depression and fatigue. So just focus on some of these things. I've given you quite a few different methods, and some of them are very simple. Some of them don't cost any money. Some of them just requires an open mind, an open heart, and for you to love yourself a little deeper than you have before. So I've given you some wonderful things to think about, and I hope that you put two and two together and that they help you because that's – that's why I do this show. I mean, we could be doing many other things right now in the middle of the day on a Tuesday, but I do this show because I love it. And I love all of you for listening. And I think that if we can help people, we're supposed to, whether it be through this show, whether it be through the readings that I do or the touring or whatever, I I just love to do this. I love to help people. And you have got to figure out what you're going to do this year to help people. What can you do right now that can help your neighbor or could help somebody else? It's, it's disappointing to me when people are all for themselves and they, they have a perfect opportunity to help other people, but they choose to only help themselves. That's their decision and choice. That's their decision, decision and choice. But when you can make a decision and that decision that you make is going to positively impact more people than yourself, the person right there, that's somebody with a beautiful heart, probably a light worker, probably a born healer, most likely an intuitive or an empathic person. So we all have the ability to help people, whether you have a gift or not. Just smiling to somebody who's having a bad day could be you – just, you just never know when you walk by a stranger on the street what a smile could do. A smile could be a life changer, a life saving for some people. So don't forget to smile. Don't forget to smile to strangers and stuff. Um, you just Like I said, you just never know the, the burden, the struggle that they could be dealing with. And they just might need a complete stranger just to smile at them or wave to them or say good morning to them or buy them a cup of coffee. You know, when, when we pay it forward, it feels great. It just feels good. So those, those are the things that we have to work on this year. And I think we all have to work on that. I don't think anybody is an expert. I don't think anybody is, is, is fully adapted to that. We all, have to help, well, we all have to help people more and be less judgmental and focus on why we're here and not be distracted by people who try to throw us off. So don't be distracted by your detractors. Be happy that you have detractors. Be happy that you have haters because my grandmother told me, God bless her heart, years ago when I received my first hate piece of hate mail, my grandma said, well, honey, you've arrived. You've got people who love you and people who hate you. Congratulations. Celebrate it. So that's what we do. We celebrate. We celebrate the love. We celebrate the hate. Celebrate the light. Celebrate the dark. That's how we do it here on Conversations with Christopher. I've had a wonderful time today with all of you. Thank you for listening to the show today. 
those of you that, that started listening late, you can always uh, go to my archives right here on Blog Talk Radio and listen to the show back and forth as many times as you want. And be sure to check into my archives also on iTunes and through the Apple Store because there's hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of on-demand archives and that, that are available for your listening pleasure that I've been doing for almost 15 years. Can you believe it? We're going to be celebrating a really big monumental anniversary uh, this year, which is unbelievable. When I first started this show in April of, of 2003 or 2004, I don't remember, it was years ago, was expecting to do just one, one show, a half an hour show, and that was it. I had no idea that it would turn into this. So I thank all of you from all over the world, from the farthest, farthest reached corners of the galaxy for listening to me. I get reports. I see where all of you are. And it's it's amazing some of the places that I've never even seen on a map, and I have listeners there. So I can brag a little bit because I'm very proud of this show. Thank you for being here today. Those of you that want to learn more about me, you can check out my home on the web at www.reburn.org. That's R-E-B-U-R-N dot O-R-G, where you can book readings, visit my prayer and healing circle, and just find out a little bit more about me and what I'm up to and what my goals are for the year and so on. So until next time, take care of each other. Thank you for joining me for our first show of the year. I think we did a pretty good job, don't you? And until next time, I love you all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking care of each other and for me and for your love and support. Until next time, take care of each other and just love each other and I love you until next time. God bless. Take care. And we'll be back together again real soon.